Hi guys, welcome back to I Don't Know with Samantha George. This is the podcast where we talk about life, conspiracy theories, the paranormal and occasionally have some deep conversations. And you know that we're changing the podcast up a bit and obviously it wouldn't be a change if you didn't see it. So that's why we have a guest on today's episode. We have Dia Jose, aka Don Prince, a sing a Don Pierce, sorry, Don Pierce, a singer, a content creator. She is all that. Dia, you want to say hi? Hi everybody. You sound so dull. Hi everybody. You can say hi. Hi everybody. You can even put it in harmony or whatever you want to do. So I'm Dia, okay. Dia, how's it going? How are you? Um, fine. In quotations. Fine. Twenty twenty one. Just giving you what I got, huh? Hmm. Twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's a milestone of the worst years ever. <laughs> nice, fun. Absolutely. So Dia and me, we know each other since choir, since university, basically. And I mean, I've always noticed Dia has such a bubbly personality. She's always like, huh? She's always like jumping around, which I found really fun. So yeah, it's super amazing that I could have you on my podcast since you're a singer. And I mean, it's just nice that I could get a talented person like you on my podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. I feel like uh, this is a new milestone and a new experience for me. I'm one of those cool people. Who are invited to join a podcast? <laughs> You've always been a cool person, regardless. But yes, I'm glad yeah. I could provide some kind of validation. So yeah, I'll add this in my CV or not. <laughs> so Dia, right before we started this, I was texting her on Instagram, and I was just like, "Hey, Dia, you want to be on my podcast?" She's like, "Yeah, Samantha, but you know, please handle me like a baby." But you know what, Dia? And I said yes, okay. But you know what? I'm sorry, Dia. This is adulthood. You need to like. Would pull your pants up and get to it. So this is going to be harsh. We're going to treat you like an adult. I'm so sorry, but this is the facts of life. So okay, are you ready? So I do to have the right to withdraw from this experience, uh, right? It's no. I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't hear that part. Could you repeat it again? I think it's like a connection error. <laughs> All right. I'll let you. Oh, my lawyers will be calling you. I think the connection will be a little better then. Uh, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll at least have time to think about it once your lawyer is called. So it's chill. So, are you ready for it, Dia? Uh, are you ready no. for this podcast? No. No. I mean, we're all not. So, might as well get to it. Uh, so, Dia, before we start, I just want to let the listeners know that you're from Bangalore. You're born in Bangalore, but you've been brought up in Dubai, right? Yes. So, in respect to that, in respect, you know, to pay tribute to the place you grew up in. I decided to take a case that is based in Dubai. That is Great. the the Jumeria hauntings. Have you heard of it? Uh, Jumeira. Jumeira. No. No. You haven't yeah. heard of the Jumeira hauntings. No. Nice. So today you're going to learn something new. So let's start right from the beginning. So as you know, I'm pretty sure you know it better than anyone. But let's just give the listeners a taste of how it looks. Jumeira is this cool coastal residential area of Dubai. The weather is warm, the drinks are warmer. It comprises of low-rising private dwellings, and it's known for its expensive properties as well as you know modest households. In one such property was a seven-bedroom villa, and this seven-bedroom villa was occupied by a group of Filipinos. 
now you know they're in jumeirah they're in dubai they're probably living life so everything was pretty chill with them they probably work every day come back chill hang out in the night and it was a perf- picture perfect life however in 2010 there was this one lady laura she was in deep sleep but suddenly she was awakened she felt intense pressure all over her body she felt suffocated like someone was laying on top of her so she tried sitting up tried moving but nothing happened so the only thing that she could move was her fingers and toes and she was pretty like you know suffocated numb to everything other numb to the world essentially and she just managed to glimpse um at the curtains and she found a reflection of a shadow on top of her so that was the first instance that made this peaceful household start living a nightmare the second one again happened to laura this uh, a few days later she was sharing a room with a roommate known as mary and as she was sleeping in the night she heard whining from um, in the room from the roommate's bed and this whining seemed like a whining uh, produced by a man so sh- a quick peek she looked at her roommate and wondered what was going on and then she saw through the through the ball a reflection of a shadow on top of mary so that was the two instances that made at least confirm the presence of something out of the ordinary in this household so dear what do you think until now what have you heard of stories like this from jumeira or any place in dubai right so uh, this isn't just limited to to dubai and jumeira it's uh, there's this thing called sleep paralysis it's a sleep mm-hmm. disorder so uh, it's usually characterized by a pressure on your body mm-hmm. yeah unable to move and uh, the only thing you can move are your eyes your fingers and your toes so what she has experienced i don't believe is a haunting i believe it's, it's just a case um sleep paralysis because okay. you do uh, tend to hallucinate during sleep mm-hmm. paralysis, paralysis as well and it's always usually either a shadowy figure a uh, mare um which is you know where the term nightmare comes from because uh this was during the middle ages when this started happening to a lot of people mm-hmm. um they said that they were unable to move they felt like something was sitting on their chest and mm-hmm. whenever they did look they saw an old hag Mm-hmm. at their um like staring at them yeah. so they started to call this mare and they called it nightmare because she would visit in the night so this is something that usually happens so um sleep paralysis you can either see mare or you can see a demon at the foot of your bed or a demon on your bed and in her case she looked at the reflection and saw something on her mm-hmm. so this is it's just sleep paralysis and a uh, sleep paralysis yeah including the hallucinations which includes auditory hallucinations and yeah okay so the i mean i mean i was reading this i just assumed like towards at least the starting i was just like okay this is a classic example of sleep paralysis she's probably experiencing that and like obviously you know when we've been born and brought up with something like you know there are ghosts there are demons that exist so obviously your mind tends to go towards the paranormal rather than a logical explanation like sleep paralysis so i get what you're meaning to what you mean to but i got something else a few other encounters that is going to blow your mind so both of them discussed about this mary and laura and uh, you know they were they were too scared to sleep in their own beds so they decided like hey we'll just like you know huddle together on the floor of the room and we'll sleep together for a few days and let's see if we still experience these things so that's what they did 
and the first few nights were pretty chill everything was going normal but eventually after a few days um mary got up again in the middle of the night and she felt something like you know tug on her foot so she looked up and she saw uh, her sock peeling from her uh, from her foot by itself now she like freaked out and she screamed and she she woke up uh, laura and she's like laura look at that look what's what's look at what's happening and both of them could see it happen right in front of their eyes and the uh, and this continued throughout the night about 8 to 10 times this kept on going on like you know the socks peeling by itself and coming back so that is one counter encounter by two roommates who lived in the house now there are more encounters yeah so again like i said mary had a husband and her husband too had encounters by himself he said and i quote three months ago i was home alone and my bed started shaking incessantly i looked around thinking i was in the middle of an earthquake except that nothing else moved apart from my bed sometimes i hear voices when i'm alone in the house it's voices that whisper to me another flatmate philip a 30 year old who's a secretary claimed that he also had ghostly encounters that happens almost weekly he says once normally it's just childish pranks like you know when he draws the curtain someone goes and opens it out and it just happens quite often but one time things got a little bit serious he went to use the washroom and while he tried coming out the door was locked it was locked for 2 hours and he could not get out at all it got so severe that he had to call up his roommates and his roommates had to literally change the lock break open the door and change the lock for him to get out so these hauntings happen throughout that household and you know it's not only uh, this this hauntings was specifically in jumeirah 1 but it's also seen in jumeirah 2 and 3 so according to an ex resident her husband and her experienced uh, a paranormal activity in her house she saw uh, a woman on a staircase a small boy in a house had been seen several times and many people too had seen it who had come over to her house including her best friend and among the residents of jumeirah 2 and 3 there is this one house that is supposedly very well known it's known as booth villa or ghost villa and one pakistani gardener in particular spoke about it and he said that whenever anyone that lives in this area tends to avoid that house because supposedly anyone that enters that house experiences this cold chill that runs past them and the dogs just start barking really loudly at the direction of the house and no one dares to put a step into that house he says that supposedly a jinn lives over there and um, he didn't even go ahead and show the reporter like like show him where the house was cuz he was that scared and various people like you know a lot of other people confirmed of the existence of such a booth villa in another story in the same jumeirah uh, there was one afghani driver that said that uh, he himself has seen a a jinn or a ghost that uh, was basically a lady who had twisted feet that was running across the road and supposedly if anyone stared right into her eyes they Uh, had got possessed or gone or basically went mental so these were a few instances in jumeirah that many people believe to be hauntings and paranormal activities what do you think divya do you think sorry what do you think dia do you think that changed your viewpoint do you still believe in sleep paralysis do you think everyone was experiencing <laughs> sleep paralysis um i would say that uh, i do still think that the first case was sleep paralysis but the stuff that happens after it is definitely not 
something psychological. So mm-hmm. when you like the sock coming off by itself and um, the door being shut and all that, I do believe in spirits and hauntings, of course. But yeah, so I didn't know that cases like this existed in Jamaica because mm-hmm. that sounds very intense. It's so funny because Jamaica is so posh and it's yeah, so it's known for its poshness. Yeah, it's happening. There's like so many people. uh walking around it's just like filled with Chanel and Dior and cheesecake mm-hmm. factory and like everything in the residence it just it looks so like only the rich people live there so i would never expect hauntings because it's fairly new so um i can't imagine like an old lady and a child i could only imagine like rich ladies <laughs> rich, i mean even like, if it's uh, going to be a haunting country. it's going to be fashion honey <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, like a lady in uh, arabic perfumes and uh-huh. you know with her son all defensive with her nails done <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i get what you mean yeah. uh so but there's one thing that i found really interesting according to the government of uee and some researchers this jumeira had actually been uh, an archaeological site it was basically a travelers point where um they it connected trade routes connecting it was a trade route basically connecting iraq and other countries and it's remote it's rumored to be a grave site um and it had tons of graves around it and that's where jumeira was built on this you know ancient land i feel like essentially the whole world is a graveland i mean that is true cuz but yeah cuz everywhere some person dies eventually yeah it makes sense but at the same time this is supposed to be like a well known grave site because it was a trade route to a lot of um, you know travelers and stuff like that so i'm assuming it was like a key location okay so have you experienced anything like that especially in dubai or have you heard of anything like that not in dubai no but um places in india for sure yeah i have my cousin brothers who've had experiences mm-hmm. and um i do know about a lot of stories but i can't remember all of them right now so my cousin i'll tell you this story he tried to find a flat in electronic city mm-hmm. um his friend and so um he he got one house that was very cheap and um, that's 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 he, where it starts the cheap houses guys exactly. beware of the price tags <laughs> uh it was very it was it came furnished and uh it looked very good it was very decent for the pgs that we usually get you know mm-hmm. as bachelors so uh he decided to throw a, a housewarming party so he got his friends over my cousin was one of them and um So basically they asked the landlord obviously why this was so cheap and he said it's considered to be haunted it's haunted and this dude didn't believe in it he was like ah perfect it's, it comes at a cheap cost that's all i want Makes so sense. he um yeah so they, he was spreading that story around and then uh, something on his dining table i think a bottle just mm-hmm. flung across the room and wow. broke wow so that's when people started freaking out and then um my cousin did check up on him a few days later and he said dude like things keep happening in night i hear sounds things move i'm moving out in like a month but uh, <laughs> so that yes. is um 
that is usually a poltergeist experience. So that poltergeists are like spirits who have the ability to move things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I feel like the cases in Dubai could be something more than just a poltergeist, and I'm trying yeah. to figure that out if it's like a demonic case or if it's. So um, I mean. in the arabic culture i'm not sure if it's arabic or you know in most islamic culture they have something known as jinn right so this is supposed to be an evil not evil entity there are three types of jinns one is a good jinn one is a neutral jinn and one is an evil jinn sometimes jinns can even grant you wishes so supposedly in jumeirah at least a lot of people claim that there is an evil jinn that exists and that's what's causing you know all these weird things going on so yeah i think Essentially, in Dubai, people believe more in jinns rather than demons and spirits and poltergeists and stuff. Have you heard of? It's just. I feel like it's the same thing with different labels. Yeah, basically. No, but I was like, like I've not studied the jinns, but I've listened to a lot about jinns, and supposedly these are creatures. Like when you talk about um, spirits and stuff, they're like you know humans that did exist, except Human. for demons. demons and right, humans so ever an english exactly so an english version of jinn would i think the closest i can think of is demon yeah but again in jinns they have different races right and stuff right, right, right. and stuff like that so they have like a jinn that looks like a dog a jinn that looks like a human and like all these various different types of things it's like a that's whole, so interesting i've yes. never heard of that you've never heard of that No, I don't think I've got enough exposure to, yeah, um, to the paranormal. Yeah, You're welcome. You're welcome. No, I've got <laughs> enough. No, I have enough exposure to paranormal, but not gins. I've, yeah. I haven't. Let's not let's not cultural. have any exposure to gins. Please, like we can read about it, but that's where it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't think I'd. Want... I'm sorry. I don't think I'd want that. Um, yeah. I don't even want a sleep paralysis, you know. Yeah. So, oh my God, sleep paralysis would freak me out. Yeah, I'm so scared that just listening about it, I'm probably gonna like have a session. Hallucinate. Yeah. Not like, halluc- hallucination is nothing. It's the fact that you can't yeah. move. But your eyes can, and you see. You. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Especially me. I. believe in demons so yeah. i don't want to see a demon because then mm. i will literally like cry <laughs> oh my god i don't blame you like see i don't mind researching about all of this and talking about it but that's like literally i have this clock in my head that shuts off right after i talk about this i do not think about it after that especially but sometimes in the night while i'm going to sleep it's like this your mind plays so many tricks on you right you know you're scared yeah. and it's like oh yes kid let me should they should let me remind you of what you read about <laughs> yeah and uh, oh, somehow all this happens at exactly 3 o'clock yes yes <laughs> oh my god that's like the worst especially sometimes i literally even if i get up at 3 i wait till like 3:11 or 3:12 and then i like you know move around or go like drink water or whatever i never like I try my best not to get up at three o'clock and three seven because of conjuring, because you know in conjuring they have like that three <laughs> seven yeah. scarred me, dude. Uh-huh. Oh, I can imagine. You know what? Um, what? I had this day when I was studying for an exam and I had oh. to stay up for a while. Okay, so this is the first time in a very long time that I'm staying up studying for an exam, 
and it's 315 all uh-huh. right so i'm studying and i hear whispering again i hear <laughs> i hear two three ladies whispering oh my incessantly. god they're gossiping okay the so i didn't be scared <laughs> good i didn't uh, think much about it i just thought it was my neighbors right either downstairs Mm-hmm. Here we live on the first floor, either downstairs or outside my room in the dining table. So I didn't like. I was just like, oh, whatever. It's just these aunties. And then it hit me. I'm like, wait, it's three twenty. What are they doing home? And I look under my door to see if there's light coming from the dining room, uh-huh. and there's nothing. It's just pitch darkness. And then I was like, wait, so. Nobody is talking because it doesn't sound like it's coming from downstairs because I shouldn't be able to hear whispers this clearly from downstairs. So obviously the first thing I thought is I should open the door and check mm-hmm. if um the ladies are outside. But then I'm like have you learned anything? You're like the white girl in every you... movie. <laughs> oh, this house is away <laughs> from everyone. Seems like the right option. <laughs> the basement so, is uh, empty and old. <laughs> Let's go and check it out. Right, I didn't want to do that, so I decided to stay and not check further. But as I studied, I could still hear the whisperings. I just zoned it out. And another time, I came back home from French tuitions again, and this is like um, six o'clock, mm-hmm. and in nobody was at home. Yeah, in the morning. No, 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 in the evening. Okay, in the evening, <laughs> six in the evening, guys. Come and. <laughs> and nobody was at home okay uh-huh. everyone was outside um and the lights were all off obviously to conserve electricity so i walk in and i'm like i don't need to switch on the lights as i go to my room i'm a brave girl i'm an adult i can <laughs> do this so i'm walking confidently fairly because i wasn't scared you know of anything mm-hmm. so i'm yeah. confidently walking to my room and i'm about to open my door Mm-hmm. And I hear something whisper my name. Oh my god, dude, that just gave me goosebumps. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Shit. I I swear I'm not fast at running, but I sprinted she's to runner, the door. She's a track star. <laughs> <laughs> I ran to the door in three seconds. I opened that door and I ran out and I waited for my parents to come back. I waited for my mom to come back. I had all the lights were switched off the door was open mosquitoes were going in I didn't care I'm like I'm not stepping back into that house until someone comes so I just sneaked back to the house I closed the door and I went walking until they came back and then oh my god we went back home together because you know, so he be all right. sleeping in your room today try not to oh, hear bored, whispers okay. or your name being whispered Oh, aunties chattering. I live with this memory all this time. Bringing up now is not going to do anything to me. I, yeah. I've survived. <laughs> you survived now. and thrived, yes. <laughs> oh, I can also tell you a nightmare that I had. So, um, when every time I was uh, sick as a kid, mm-hmm. or like really sick, I would have this very weird dream where I'm in a place where it's completely black all around me. Mhm. And uh so this was the first dream. Okay, everything was black and I was just standing in the middle looking up at the vast emptiness and I had this thing in my hand. That was like it was it felt like a pin. Mm-hmm. All right, like because it was two pointy edges. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding it and like press against it and it's like it's legit, okay? Mhm. 
and I hear a voice that says, give it to me. And um, I have also watched enough horror movies to know that if a creepy voice asks you to give something to them, you don't. I thought you so I it. said, no. <laughs> no, I, I would give it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, I don't want to be responsible for something, uh, you know, something major. So I didn't give it. And I woke up and I found myself sleeping, uh, facing my couch. So uh-huh. in the beginning, I was just on the couch. But this time, I'm sitting up and my face is inside the head of the couch. Okay. And I have my hand out like this. And mm-hmm. I open my eyes and I'm like, what am I doing? How did I fall asleep sitting up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm pressing this and I can still feel the pin okay, for, a good ten, for a good 10 seconds. And then it disappeared. Uh-huh. And then I was like, huh, that's weird. And then the next time I got sick, and this is like three years later, okay? Again, I have a dream where I'm lying down on the bed. No, no, I don't know where I was, but um, again, it was the pin. Mm-hmm. This time, it was, I felt like the blackness reduced a bit and there was something in front of me. And again, it's like, give it to me. And I said, no, why? And I kept it with me and I woke up again like this and i was pressing it and and i'm like oh my god it's this thing again and it left and i was like okay now the next time i had this dream again i was like 14. this is just a recurring dream you have to go get this checked out ah wait for it so this is at 14 i'm lying down on the bed and um this time it's weird because i opened my eyes okay I open my eyes, I'm awake, I can see the fan moving, I can see my grandma next to me, my uh, cousin sister. But <laughs> I woke up with my hand up, lying uh-huh. down. And I have the pin in my hand. Okay? You had an actual I'm pin? Awake. Not an actual pin, but I'm feeling it. Uh-huh. Okay, But I'm looking straight up. Uh-huh. And what do I see straight up? Okay, Don't tell Cobblestones? Okay. Wait for it. Cobblestones and what looks like Satan oh looking God. down at me. <laughs> Come on, say it with me. Our father wanted heaven. Holy crap, dude. No. That's not part of prayer, Sammy. That's not part of the Lord's prayer. Our father what in heaven is part of the Lord's No, prayer. you said our father who art in heaven, holy crap. <laughs> You got that third line a little wrong. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> but I did you you actually saw Satan? Hey, yeah, I did. But it looked like um, the Satan from Annabelle before Annabelle was released. So I did not watch Annabelle like throughout. But I'm going to take your word for it. And also, this is the first time exclusive, guys. Dia has experienced Satan in her own eyes. She has seen Satan. So yeah, but... uh, you should. First time he heard no, this it. Is probably, hopefully just a hallucination. Alright. Hopefully a hallucination. So I look up and it's Satan sitting on his throne and he's like, Give it to me. And this time I was like again, I was like, No. Okay. But I didn't say anything out loud, Sammy. It was just going through my head. I was just like, No. And then he's like and suddenly a rope materialized where he's holding it and there's a huge stone on top of my grandma. And he's like, give it to me or I'm going to release this. And I knew the stone's going to fall on my grandma. So I gave it to him. And he smiled and he said, don't you know I'm the god of lies? 
and he let go of the rope and the stone was falling towards my grandma and i suddenly turned and i put my leg on top of my grandma my hand just to protect her from whatever was happening but as the stone came down it just poofed into smoke uh-huh. over her body and she just thought i was being you know so dramatic it's like oh, yeah uh-huh. no like yeah just hugging me in the middle uh-huh. of the night and i was like oh. but after that sami anytime i got sick this never came back You just had to give it to him for the first dream, dude. I told you, when a creepy evil <laughs> voice asks you for something, do not question. Just give it. You, what did the pin do? It did not have money. It was not made of no, gold. I, you don't need the pin. <laughs> I genuinely thought that if I gave him the pin, he would do something bad to Earth, and Earth's catastrophe will become will be because of me. Maybe coronavirus is <laughs> the pin. <laughs> So basically <laughs> yeah. what Dia is trying to say is she single-handedly caused corona virus. And <laughs> 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 it was all because of a pin. She sold us because of a pin, guys. So, oh. thanks Dia. It was the pin or it was my it was corona or it was my grandmom. What would you choose? <laughs> okay, yeah. I see what you mean. Thank you. But hey, you're not a superhero, so I there was this one quote that I really like not a quote it's basically that this meme that I saw it was like a superhero sacrifices you and saves everyone else mm-hmm. but a villain saves you and sacrifices everyone else um, so I think I'm in love with the bad guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> that just like changed my whole perspective I'm just like oh batman do we really need you <laughs> wait well, are you calling me a villain Yeah. <laughs> it took so long for you to figure it out. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Bia. No, I mean if Satan asked me for a pin and I was in your position, I would just be like, "Hey, take the pin, take my hair, take whatever you want." Yeah. You gave him the pin in the first dream, so Yeah. That's just weird, but he kept following up like I mean, at least respect for him following up that thoroughly. like haunting you throughout <laughs> like almost half of your teenage like childhood true nice on satan way to go <laughs> okay so dia i just need to like you know conclude this part the first half do you think what jumera experienced is a haunting is as you said you know a classic example of sleep paralysis or is it something paranormal or do you just not know what's happening I think it's probably something paranormal because I do remember the Annabelle case as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that started off with sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. but it was in fact a demonic infestation. So um, I think a part of the whole process of demonic infestations is it starts with sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. It starts with movement and then sleep paralysis. So it could most definitely haunt. Yeah, I mean. I want to say paranormal too and you know sleep paralysis that's like 80% of what I believe in too but for the sake of going in line with the podcast I'm going to say I don't know but yeah all right makes sense okay. <laughs> so we'll move on to the second part of it and uh, so dear I know that you're a singer and you know I don't think it's fair if we don't get to listen to you sing at least once so oh my gosh why don't So if you were a ghost, <laughs> I'm not saying that you are, but say if you are a ghost, 
and what would be the song that you would sing to draw people in or haunt people <clears throat> i don't think i would sing a particular song there's this uh, scene in simbad the mm-hmm. movie this animated movie called simbad and there's okay. this scene where there are these sirens that attack um the boat mhm i wish i had the vocal range and the backup vocalists to sing that song with me okay so i could live out my fantasies of being a siren mhm but can you like and i would drop it. can you just sing like bits no. of it we need to we need to hear <laughs> like hey okay then sing um any song any What other song see you got to got to seek discomfort keep yourself in the spotlight dude don't think just do come on spotlight okay this is uh i don't even the show by lena uh-huh okay do you know it no i don't think so all right oh my god you are so embarrassed <laughs> you have a nice voice you shouldn't be embarrassed yeah so do you Once, i don't see you singing come on friend. you know what i sing all this right is my here's, podcast here's the deal, here's the deal. Okay. i sing first and then you sing See it's okay fine go ahead All right fine 3 2 1 Ha ha Let's go cut in the middle like this again and love is a riddle i don't know where to go can't do it alone actually and i don't know why Is that enough Yes woohoo oh. that was so cool yeah. Okay that was nice. amazing thank you dear And oh, okay yeah. now you No, so see, this is my show. <laughs> <laughs> you call me to your podcast. I would say. I need a lawyer and a contract. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm sorry. I'm good at playing mind games. I'm, I don't know what I'm talking at right now. But okay. So, <laughs> carrying on. So, uh, Dia, now coming to singing, why did you start singing? Like, what was your inspiration? When did you start singing? Just want to know. Um I don't know when I was a kid there were just bollywood songs um mm-hmm. my mom told me that um I used to listen to songs from Dil Chahta Hai mm-hmm. on the way of preschool and it had to be played every day oh, wow. in the van for me uh-huh. so um I think the first songs that I started to sing was the koi kahe song koi kahe koi kahe yeah yeah Yeah. So I used to sing that a lot and then um apparently at three and a half the reason I got into my play school is because I could dance. Oh. <laughs> so Yeah. So I danced to um the song from Kabhi Khushi Kabhi Karam. The oh, one they do at the Bole Chudiya Achudiya. No, the one at prom, the cooler one. Which one? Oh, okay. Yes, get on you are my son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've This been like singing classic and... Bollywood movies do. They don't make movies exactly. like that anymore. True, right? I keep watching it. Yeah, like but now when I watch them oh. just like, oh my god, this is far too long. True. I I this is like 3 4 hours. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's like something so magical about that era of filmmaking, at least Bollywood filmmaking. Fun times. It was fun, but it was very sexist. very sexist. True, I mean, very uncomfortable. Yeah, especially now cuz it's just like, uh, oh, that doesn't make sense. 
I have maybe. people in my life who will force me to, to probably uh make an original. <laughs> yeah. So even I when so I've actually been writing since I was third in third grade. I used to like hmm. write my own songs and I write my own poetry and stuff. That's like a big part of my life. So actually the first song that I actually wrote uh was based on Hannah Montana. Like I wrote a song literally because <laughs> i was so obsessed with anna montana and there was another song i listened to love story by taylor swift and i wrote a mm-hmm. song like which was like my love story <laughs> oh my god so cringe like now i i literally have like i can remember it at the back of my head because it's like oh, fun times tell me about the hana montana one Oh my god that's so cringe. So it's like um oh my god how does it go? Your face yeah so it's so cringe. Like I'm in love with Hannah Montana. Dude you don't you have nothing to worry about. I have uh, told people that I'm Hannah Montana's sister <laughs> and I made them believe it okay. And then this one girl came home and uh, she is like so where's Hannah? And I oh was like, just give me a minute. And I took my BSNL landline, and I typed out a number, Chumma. Okay, I acted like it. And I said, Hey, Hannah, where are you? And she's like, Oh, I'm stuck in traffic. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God, she's stuck in traffic. And I, I'm like, Okay, bye, love you. And I hung up. And she's like, Oh, so that was actually her. I'm like, Of course. But see, because we want to protect her identity, we call her Pooja, which is my uh, cousin sister who lived with me at that time. And then. Uh, She went to my mom and she's like, "So Hannah is actually Dia's cousin." And my mom's like, "Who?" And I'm like, "Mama, Pooja, Pooja Didi." She's like, "Pooja, yeah." And she's like, oh. "And then she's like, I can't believe Hannah Montana is related to you." And mom was like, "Hannah Montana." And then she found out. Okay. And uh-huh. then the next day in school, I went to her and I said, "Please don't tell anybody. Please don't tell anybody." It was Your during the uh, Bible study. <laughs> It was during Bible study when, like, the virtues of not lying were at its prime, and then I was like, "Please don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody that it was a lie." So when I met my other two friends, who I told Hannah Montana was my sister, mm-hmm. they were like, "So Rebecca, is it true?" And she's like, "Mm-hmm, it's true." <laughs> and then I'm like, "In fact, you know what? Uh, She—it's not actually her voice. It's my voice, and she lip syncs." Oh my god. I told her that I sing Hannah Montana song and Hannah Montana lip sync. So they're like, "Oh, prove it to me." And I'm like, "Okay, so what do you want me to sing?" They're like, "Sing this is life." And I'm like, "I actually didn't know this is life, life? Uh-huh. but thankfully for those cut scenes in between Hannah Montana, mm-hmm. they played this is life and it just clicked and I sang it and by God's grace, Samantha, I sounded like Hannah Montana <laughs> and everyone lost their mind and I was like, Shh. Oh, oh, so it's oh, this is giving me second hand embarrassment. <laughs> I kid you not. 
I think, thank you so much because uh, my parents bring this up anytime they want to, um, you know, every time they talk to people, they're like, you know, Bia said that she was oh, at someone to us. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, never again. But yeah, my song was like, um, oh my God. So I won't sing it. I'll, see, I'll tell you the lyrics. It was okay. your face. I keep on thinking about it. Hmm. <laughs> Oh my god. No, I can't. I'm sorry. That's 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 Samantha, is there something you want to tell me? <laughs> yeah, I was in love with Hannah Montana. <laughs> right. So what does that say about you? No. In this current current <laughs> scenario. I like If Hannah you Montana what... as an individual. She was my inspiration and a big part of why I started writing actually. You know, and have you watched Camp Rock? Like now I think about it and I'm just like, "Oh my god, that's so cringe." But did you watch Cram- Camp Rock? Kind of. So, uh so Demi Lovato is with her and she has this songbook right so because mm-hmm. she had a songbook and like all these disney characters with like my inspirations and role models i decided i wanted a songbook and that's why i started writing because of Hannah Montana oh. and Demi Lovato what oh, that's beautiful that's a whole that's song like song. i started reading because of twilight <laughs> hey i don't blame you and twilight was the shit thank you Uh, I watched the movies and then I was like oh my god there's a book on it I just I'd like to see what it's about dude one of the first few books I owned was Hannah Montana books can you believe it uh yeah I actually can I didn't own any Hannah Montana books my first book was probably Harry Potter yeah oh wow you're the smart kind I watched <laughs> Harry Potter oh my god and I read them in like 11th grade I don't want to talk about it then let's not I mean the book the, the movies are really great but The book is way more interesting. But the movie That's is opposite, good. Right? Yeah, no, but like you know normally the books are like 10 times better than the movies, but at least Harry That's Potter true. was about 5 to 4 times better. The book. So true. it was like you could compare it. So yeah. Right, true. Yeah. I don't know who like produced it and directed the movie, but y'all did a good job. Yeah. Okay. So uh so yeah. Is there anything like you know uh, is there any upcoming projects that you want to share and talk about regarding singing? Uh not I don't think from my side I mean I would just continue to post covers now and then whenever I get to the time to um other than that other than that no nothing Okay <laughs> interesting But look I mean go ahead and look up Bia on do you have a YouTube channel? No, not really. I made I have an account. I posted like one cover on it, but you can find the exact same thing on Instagram. Okay, I mean <laughs> go ahead and follow the Bia so you can like check out her covers. She sings really really well. So you really are missing out if you don't go and check out her you uh, her Instagram and her videos. So Bia, I think this almost brings us to the end of today. You asked me in the starting to ask you What is the meaning of Don Pierce? So, wanna right. share that? So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So I had this nightmare where I was falling off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I was falling off the cliff, there was a silhouette of a dude reaching his hand out trying to save me, and he yelled Don, and uh, I fell on my face off the bed in real life. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the Don kept ringing in my ear. So I felt like maybe it was like a past life thing, right? 
Mm-hmm. So I that's where Dawn comes from, and Pierce is from the Vampire Diaries. Okay. Oh, okay. There's this um, character named Katharina Pierce. Uh huh. She is gorgeous. She yeah. is evil. She is smart, and I want to be her. You still uh, want to be, be her, her daughter? Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> I want to either be her daughter, be her, or be someone very close to her. She can walk on my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then later in the show, spoiler alert, um, we find out that she has a daughter named oh. Nadia. Okay. And I take uh, I take complete honor because it's Nadia. Okay. <laughs> Nice. My name is there. I have uh-huh. representation. I have ownership. I am her daughter, and like Nadia can, I don't know whatever. Maybe I'm Nadia's daughter. Okay, I just want to be related to Captain Pierce. So yeah, the fictional Don Pierce. Yes, Don Pierce. Yeah, Don Pierce. It's pretty. I like the name. It's very cool that you remember your dreams because I never remember my dreams. I remember like my nightmares. My dreams, I never remember my dreams. It's really cool. Yeah. I don't know how you I have it. lucid dreams sometimes. Lucid dreams are like dreams yeah. where you feel yeah, that it's real. Uh, but you can control your dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I there remember are people one that actually tries... try lucid dreaming, like actively try it. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yes, actively trying to, but I'm a natural lucid dreamer. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a full uh, VR experience, bro, and that too, it's made in your head. So you're the director. You're the producer. Damn yeah. cool. Nice. So I had one where I was walking through a um, a haunted museum art- artifact. So it's like artifacts all around me, uh-huh. and there's this narrow path to walk through, and all the dolls are just sticking out. It's a very dim, gray room, mm-hmm. and I'm walking through it, and I feel like these dolls are just watching me as I'm walking through the narrow hallway. And then I feel one of the dolls catch my breast, mm-hmm. and I knew it was behind me, and it was crawling up behind me. And then because oh I had God. control of my dream, I said nope, and I walked straight through. And I woke up, and I was like nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. We're done. We're done oh with this God. dream. Thank you for that experience, but this is when I leave it. Yeah, I mean, some people have like these lucid dreams where they like actually live another life in their dreams. So mm. that is quite interesting. Some people like I don't want to try it because supposedly lucid dreams is something you should not, like you know, try to get into. Because I don't know, there's like a lot of pros and cons to it, and I'm scared of like you know trying to lucid dream. But yeah, it's kind of cool. I would want to do it, but I'm too scared to do it. Mm-hmm. Story of my life. So uh, my last question to you, Dia, if um, If you could ask anyone anything, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Um I would like to ask God about how the universe came into existence. Okay, so the origin and your the person who yeah. you want to ask is God. Interesting. Nice. Because who else knows, right? Literally God knows. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that took a long while to understand. <laughs> I get you. Okay, that brings us to the end of the first and second half of this podcast. Thank you so much, Dia, for being part of it. I genuinely appreciate you uh, spending time and talking to me and 
having this nice session. Hopefully, you had as much as fun as I did. We yeah, are supposed to play a game, but I think we've crossed. We've taken a lot of time. Do you? S- <laughs> Do you still want to play it? Eh, no, I'm good. But if you wanna take up more time, yeah, sure. I think it's already like past our forty-five minute mark, so okay. I think we should probably call it. We heard a lot of stories from you, though. So thank you so much for at least explaining your and explaining stories, explaining your dreams, and at least coming to a sort of a conclusion of whether ghosts exist in Jamaica. Thank you so much again, Bia, for being part of this podcast, and I hope you had a good time. Like I said again. And again, thank yeah. you so much, um, IDK fam, for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, if you like this episode, don't forget to share it with your grandma, grandpa, friends, family, whoever you want to go ahead and share it. Follow, I don't know, with Samantha George on Spotify. Leave a review on Apple. And uh, since this is a video post- podcast officially, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to it on YouTube too. So yes, let me know if you want any other topics that you would like me to cover. You can uh, email me at idkw uh, idkwithsg on at gmail dot com, or you can DM me on Instagram at idkw Samantha George. So yes, again, thank you so much, Dia, uh, for being part of this episode. It genuinely means a lot. Don't forget to follow Dia also, guys. Dia, you get like a minute or. So a minute or so just uh you can put down your links below just tell them to like you know follow you whatever your the flow is yours well my name is dia i'm 21 years old i'm uh, i'm kind of interesting i know a lot about spiritual stuff so if you um i also happen to be a clairvoyant so if you have any questions about um the spiritual explanations for things i'm all up for answering your questions I'm also very um, feministic. That doesn't mean I hate men, but I kind of do. Um, <laughs> okay. And um, I'm also um, very open-minded. So I'd love to have random conversations with random people. You can follow me on Instagram at Dawn underscore Pierce, and that's about it. Please don't ask Samantha for my number unless you know me. <laughs> don't worry, I won't give it to them unless. <laughs> I'm just getting out of it. Okay, again, thank you again, Dia. Appreciate it, and thanks again for listening to this episode. I'm sorry if it's long, but please check out the whole thing. I would genuinely appreciate it, and don't forget to share it. And you know the jazz. Uh, so catch me next Friday for another fun episode. Thursday or Friday, I'm not going to make any promises, but either Thursday or Friday for another fun episode. But yeah, see you when I see you. Bye. You can say bye. Bye.